This is the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy. The Aussie Deluxe Angus is back at Macca's. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yum, yum, yum. It's getting a little bit sexy in here, so fair warning. Uh, there's parents at a Christian school uh, at uh, Central Florida. They're upset because uh, there's an OnlyFans out on a mum's vehicle at drop-off. Oh, no. I, you know what? I feel for Michelle, and I'm in a few different minds about this. Michelle, 35, mum of three, mm-hmm. trying her best, and she has been banned from school pickup because she essentially advertises her OnlyFans business on the back mm-hmm. of her car. So now she has to, like, park on the other side of a busy road, walk the kids over, then walk over to pick them up, etc., etc. And mm-hmm. I think to myself, but you know what? The, the adults are making a bigger deal about this than what the kids are. The kids don't know what mm. this means. It's, it's As far as kids are concerned, it's just a sign on a car. Mm. And it's a Christian school. Private schools are expensive. I know this from personal experience. So she's like, Getting just the do kids it. through school. <laughs> it's, I've seen the video. Oh, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that on the so, internet too. Um, zero judgment from me. Any mother out there mm. doing her best to get the kids through school, babe, you, you go, you do what you have to do. And that applies to any parents. Bloody hard out there. Well, all the other uh, soccer mums out there, Lexi's very... <laughs> upset with it. This is what she had to say. Not just a tiny, tiny little emblem on the back of a car. It is taking up the entire windshield, back windshield of two vehicles. Two vehicles. So uh, they want her to stay off campus um, and a lot of people have been sharing messages and complaints on social media. Hmm. Uh, made the front page of the Christian School um, newsletter too. Yeah, but see what mm. I mean? The parents are making a bigger deal about mm. this than what the kids are. If they didn't say anything about it, like seriously, do we honestly think that primary school children are going to be outraged by this. Mm. I mean, it's hard enough to get your kids' attention at the best of times, you know? Like, they're not staring at cars passing by and going, oh... Who's that hot mum over there on something called OnlyFans? Well, there's that. Well, it's legal. So she, mm. she says she pays taxes like everyone else. She's not breaking the law. And, yes, it'll offend some people, but that's their opinion. It's not fact, is Look, it? Look, I so, understand. Mm. Of course I understand. I mean, I'm a mother. I have two yeah. boys. They're nine and eight. And, of course, I understand the notion of protecting our kids from this where possible. I get that as well. Um, so it is a, it's, a, it's a fine line. But surely the school could have worked with this mum to, mm. like, I don't know, give a give a back like backyard access you know like what <laughs> You know what well, I mean? Daddy's like, on back. the OnlyFans for a subscription of nine ninety five, and doing roaring trade with the other dads. This was so sweet, wasn't it, Dan? Mm-hmm. A woman yes. was desperately in need of a little help with her car. Come on, baby, change my tire. Beautiful. <laughs> Can't we took believe a, we made at that. least a good thirty seconds on that one, <laughs> and it's one of our best of all time. <laughs> what about the opener? Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes. so there's this woman, and oh my god, I feel a pain. She's driving outside of a car park and she's got a baby in the back seat of her car so mm. she is just you know in mum mode driving and a stranger points to her uh, obviously trying to signal her long story short says your tire is flat your car tire is flat <laughs> yeah sure he sings it at her that's exactly doors what style. happened yeah door was it jim morrison the ghost of jim what a legend. so uh anyway it gets sweeter he alerts her that you know you've got problems with your car mm-hmm. would you like me to help she drives along uh, not very far to go to a petrol station mm-hmm. the driver the woman assumes that the car follows her to get petrol himself but it turns out that the guy followed her not in a creepy way but just to make mm. sure that she got to a petrol station to get air in the tyres and just to make sure that she was okay. Oh, that's the best. It I is love so like sweet. That. And mm. you know when he got asked, you know, mm. you, you were following her just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know when he sang it, huh? <laughs> Just to yeah. make sure it was okay. Mm. And thank God for people like that. Mm-hmm. I, um... I once, I think I was about 18, 19, and I was only only a young driver, and I was driving by myself, and um, the most scary thing happened, I, I heard this huge noise, and the back tyre of my car popped, 
And, Ooh, I'm, and so I hate like that impression of being like a young, helpless girl and needing a damsel in distress but you never kind of thing. But let's be honest, I had no idea what to do. And so thank God a guy, an older man, saw me and pulled over. And he was really sweet and he did the whole, oh, you remind me of my daughter thing. I mean, in hindsight, it's a bit like Zodiac. There's that scene, Zodiac. I don't know if you've seen it. He tells a woman who doesn't have a flat tie, hey, you've got a flat tie, and she pulls over. But 99 times out of 100, it's it's always a really good intention. And you get good Samaritan stories on the Mm. road, especially in Australia, because it's Mm. such a huge, big vast country, we do have problems when we need help on the side of the road, right? That's right. Well, I saw a cow on the side of the road. We thought the cow had passed away because it was just Aww. a giant cow and we're like, oh no. And then on the way back, uh, Dad just pulled over and this is the weirdest story ever. In the middle of country uh, nowhere, the middle of Bupkis, and um, there's this cow on the side of the road. We saw some little hooves hanging out the back. So yes. the cow was pregnant. <gasps> you know what Dad did? He just helped the cow give birth <laughs> on the side of a road. I See myself, I'd be slightly hesitant, but Dad just like, oh yeah, I've done this before. Like he's as a kid, he, done, he tied a rope around Is that his cow. pastime, is it, Mark? Because he's not he a farmer. He just started cow- carving out, and we're like, what the hell is going on here? So we just witnessed the live birth of a cow, because Dad so is just a farmer from way back and just goes, oh yeah, this cow's giving birth <laughs> and it uh, doesn't look that healthy, this cow. I'm going to help things out. And, and he moves uh, things along, and uh, yeah, it was disgusting. <laughs> you didn't want to see that as a is, I promise you. Yeah, it's not great, uh, but he gave assistance, and then we watched the most beautiful thing was the cow, you know, licking the brand new Aww. calf and bringing it into the world. And, like, within seconds and minutes, the, the little calf is on its feet um, suckling up to the mother. Isn't that, that is, beautiful? That is so sweet. That's, yeah. like, the ultimate Good Samaritan mm. story that Good your one, dad. dad just pulled up and just knew what was happening. And he delivered a calf. Has your father got, like... Any experience? Like, is he no. a vet or is he, was he an obstetrician? Like, he's the he least just... experienced guy. He is a fitter and turner, so who's worked in mines his whole life, but um, obviously the knows uh, the seven steps to give cow birth. Uh, and my mum also gave birth to me, who was also a heifer. Uh, back in the day, I was like 10 pounds. Uh, my head was massive, so hats off to her too. But there's good Samaritans out there. Maybe you've got a few stories. It's good to have people out there doing this. Come on, baby, change my child. So we're talking about good Samaritans? stories. Now, Chase from Madonga, what's your story, mate? Yeah, so, when I was in year two, I slagged some footy. I, I ended up getting in a rough contact. Broke mm. my legs. Mm. For five minutes, I'm laying on the ground. Everyone's, like, getting up. But then after the bell goes, these two older kids come up and help me, lift me up and take me to the office. Oh, Aww. that's so nice. That's yeah, so nice, Chase. It's a dangerous game, isn't it? How long did it take to recover? I don't know. Too long to count. <laughs> yeah, Chase, you know what? I think that's a nice, important message. A lot of kids are going back to school today. Hey, so it's it must be a really nice feeling when the older kids look after the younger kids in school, right? Hopefully you're kicking goals on the non-preferred from 80 out now, champ. <laughs> Thank you. See ya. Bye. Kids, Dan and Christy. Hyundai Monday. Punday Monday, you ain't got none unless you got puns, hun. And every single week we do this on a Monday because uh, it's a boring day. Uh, basically, no one likes a Monday. Garfield hates them. He likes lasagna. Doesn't <laughs> like Mondays. The Boomtown Rats hated Mondays. Tell didn't me why. They? I don't uh, like Mondays. I'll tell you why. Uh, because it's Punday Monday time. And I thought we'd do movies and school because a lot of kids are going back to school today. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe they went last week. Maybe they're going on Thursday. There's different days that they're all going back to school. So movies and school. Love it. What have you got? <laughs> All right, this one is not good, ladies and gents, so I do apologise. Right. But uh started in 2005 as a kids' TV show. 
Pen 10. <laughs> oh, my God. You get it, Ben 10. That's amazing. Yeah, it's Ben 10. Yeah, yeah they watched that. that before school, my kids. <laughs> <laughs> now they're going to watch Pen 10. Well, on that on that relationship, let's right. uh, let's go with the whole, you know, uh, pencil case thing. Here we go. Meryl Streep and Anne Hathaway in the fashion movie... <clears throat> the pencil wears Sonia Dada. <laughs> I, don't, I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with Prada. <laughs> so, went with Sonia Dada. They don't treat me no good no more. I like that. Was it a 2B or not 2B pencil? <laughs> that is the question. Good stuff. All right. We're combining right. school stuff with movies. Mm-hmm. I have this, the 1989 classic film starring John Travolta and Kirstie Alley. <gasps> Book Who's Talking. <laughs> And Book Who's Talking 2, starring a baby that could talk. That was Bruce Willis. Don't forget Book Who's Talking 3. The whole oh, thing went on it? and on and on, yeah. Oh, I wish they'd like shut this break. the book up. <laughs> um, all right, the last one, and let's see if we can bring this home with a wet sail because we've not nailed it yet. This is the worst of them all. Peter Jackson had the epic trilogy in middle school, Earth, Blackboard of the Rings, <laughs> with Frodo's <laughs> school baggins. This is the last time we do this segment. Kids. It's his Dan and Christy, and starting a family is the ultimate dream for many, but what happens when that dream seems impossible? That's the big question. Well, a new season of Big Miracles uh, premieres tonight on Channel 9 and 9 Now. Logie, award-winning actress and host of Big Miracles, joins us, Lisa McCune. It's wonderful. Join us. How are you going? Oh, really well. How are you? Yeah, We're very good. Good, Lisa. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us on the show and chatting about this. I caught Big Miracles uh, last season. I uh, spoke to Sheila and Tyson, a couple that we do see this season again. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah, and um, and I really love the premise of this show. Like, I myself have gone through IVF with my husband. Unfortunately, we've had two failed rounds. And the more TV shows about this, I think, are so important. And I really like the representation in this series, even seeing a single mum um, trying to have another baby. So is this what it's all about, Lisa, just seeing different people from different walks of life? Yeah, I mean, oh, good. that's so incredible that you share your personal story. And I know last year when I was doing press, so there were a couple of people um, who were working in the radio, with the radio stations who'd been through it too. I mean, it's, there are so many people using this science to get pregnant. And for whatever reason, every single situation is ever so slightly different. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the journeys that, and the way these people are sharing their stories um, has been so personal and so brave. Um, there's a great blurb in the um, press kit that we have and someone's written that um, it's the extraordinary wonders that can unfold when science and love intersect. And I love that mm. because I think it's so true because we that desire for family and with the person you love is is a huge desire. And, a, and some people are fortunate and others aren't, but there's always ways of building family and that's what I like too. The show is um, representing different couples in many different types of families but it shows that even if you can't have a baby the way you wanted to, there's still ways of creating families. Yeah, and it is beautiful. It must be heartwarming and miraculous because the fact that any of us are here on planet Earth is incredible, the odds. But they do say it's staggering that one in six Australians will Mm. experience infertility. Lisa, like hosting this, I imagine you'd have to have tissues nearby all the time because there'd be some amazing stories. There are, and, you know, but they're not stories that, you know, some of them, sometimes there's some dramas and sometimes it is very moving, but... I think it's the, the feeling of hope within the story that, for me, is what I love about it. You know, you get to see these 
people as they go through the entire journey. And, you know, as you said, Sheila and Tyson, who we met in Series 1, we see them continue their journey in Series 2, which is really exciting. They're very determined. And then we also, there's another um, lady who we meet in a couple of episodes of time in Series 2. She's a single mum. And I just adore her. I think her story is absolutely beautiful. And the way that unfolds is particularly um, courageous. Definitely is, Lisa. And no doubt that um, with you as, you know, the narrator of this series, there won't be a dry eye in the house. And what I do wonder, speaking from someone who has personally experienced IVF, because it is a long, arduous process. For instance, you have to start with the blood test and you have to have needles and then you have both surgery, et cetera, et cetera. It takes a really long time. So in terms of filming this series, Big Miracles, how long did it take from so start to middle to ideally an ending with pregnancy. Is this a really long process of filming this TV series? Yeah, well, that's the remarkable thing about the filmmakers, Rondan Media, who are doing it for nine. You know, they, these guys, they're finding the couples, obviously, then they're following them into the IVF clinic and the doctors are amazing, mm. you know, the way they deal with patients. And then, of course, we see the, the beginnings of how we stimulate the, and how the stimulating follicles and egg retrieval, mm. then there's news about whether it's been successful, then we travel through the pregnancy and anything that goes on there and then hopefully to a birth and beyond. So, yeah, I mean, it's a year-long kind of following these people and I, I kind of wonder sometimes, you know, like for the guys in the, when they, in the birthing suites, um, you know, how it's been for them. For them, it's really emotional as well. They get really attached, I guess, to some of these people. I'm not there for any of that. I just literally come in and see the finished product. But I do ask a lot of questions because I do think it's extraordinary filmmaking. And so wonderful that these people have shared their journey because for people trying to get pregnant who may be struggling at home, mm. give them an insight into the journey and you don't feel alone. And I think sometimes when you can see yourself represented on a screen, maybe that journey can be lightened a little. We can't wait yeah. to see it. But lastly, you are Lisa McCune. You are one of Australia's greatest actresses and personalities. I mean, you've done Blue Healers, you're in the, the Potato Factory, you've done multiple amazing musical shows. Does this TV series, Big Miracles, have a special place in your heart? Oh, the couples do. I haven't met any of them either, you know. Like, I don't go out and meet these people and it's, you know, they're not scripts like I normally mm. work with. These are real-life stories. But, yeah, it's a, it's a very... My involvement is so minimal, but I keep saying to the producers, thank you for choosing me because I feel very, I feel very honoured to be telling these stories and guiding people through the narration. I mean, they do most of the work themselves <laughs> in their storytelling. Mm. I'm just there to kind of, you know, signpost a little, but um, it's, I, I feel kind of privileged to mm. have a sneak preview before it goes to air just to hear how they're all going. And, and just very quickly, mm. will Constable Maggie Doyle ever be back on our screens <laughs> ever again, Lisa McCune? Maybe it's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you are a national treasure. We love you. Uh, one of Australia's most popular and successful screen and theatre actors. And tonight, Big Miracles does return to Channel 9 and 9 now. But thank you so much. 9pm, we'll see you on our screens tonight. Lisa McCune. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great day and good luck with all your journeys as well, hey. And the big question is... Is it hammer barn time, everyone? Uh, because from Bluey, if you don't know this, it's kind of uh, like Bunnings. It's a DIY place in the animated television series Bluey. They go to hammer barn all the time. And Bunnings have joined forces uh, to make them. Six stores in Australia are getting hammer barn themed transformations this month. Pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. The kids out there will love that. Oh, I mean, hubby Justin will love it. He's mm-hmm. there every two seconds. Yep. Um, but they've got various locations across Australia where they're going to do this. It's also going to be available at so Glenorchy. In Tasmania, Caram Downs in V 
Victoria. And what a fun thing. Like, the look on the kids' faces yeah. would just be magical. Am I right? I saw on Facebook. Your girls were there, Dan, my on weekend. My girls were there. Isabel and Maddie went along with uh, Jane, my wife. Uh, I wasn't there. I was busy uh, hosting Ice House on stage. Uh, but <laughs> they, well. they were there uh, doing some DIY workshops, which was really cool. So um, they got some garden names. They brought some home. But they loved it. They love the hit show, Bluey. They, they watch it every day. Oh, everyone loves mm. Bluey. And there's nothing mm. better than when you're a kid and you get to meet your real-life TV mm. heroes. I remember when I was a little girl, I used to love the TV show Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. Like, I loved it. I always played the pink Power Ranger. I wanted to be like, her name was Amy Jo Johnson, I think, the I know, actress. I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> I'm exactly in the same boat. My of course first you do. love and my last love. Yeah. Uh, still in love with her. So I loved her. And mm. then Power Rangers, the TV show, I remember it came to Australia. They were filming Power Rangers, the movie. And mm. I remember I found out at school that up in Sydney that there was anyone could go and see them and meet them and be in the background of the movie. And I begged my mum to drive us up to Sydney. We're about three hours away. Do you think she did? No. No, she didn't. And I haven't gotten over it. I never oh. will get over it. But that's the thing when you're a kid. There's still time. <laughs> I'll just slide She's into a DM. She's not doing much these days, Amy Jo Johnson. I've seen her Instagram. Uh, but imagine that in real life, uh, meeting your heroes. Because, mm. um, yeah, there's, there was a lot of colouring in. They did too. There's merchandising. It, there is meet and greets, but uh, they were all sold out. Yeah, So okay. they didn't get to meet uh, their favourites. I'd love to meet Chili. I've got a big crush on Chili. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Amy Jo Johnson. Yeah, well, if you're listening, Amy Jo Johnson, 13, 10, 60. <laughs> Let's get some colouring sheets out and do the per- pink per- power <laughs> Live on the Lister Rack. Showering friends with love. It's all about showering friends with love, and that's what today is, my friend. Mm-hmm. February the 5th marks National Shower with a Friend Day. All right. So, Dan, we thought, should we jump in the shower together? All right. <laughs> I'm starting up. Uh, oh, have you ever gotten a shower with a friend? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally? Yeah, yeah, my, one of my girlfriends, her name's Maurice. We used to always just jump in the shower together after oh. swimming. You just take your, your face Close light up. up. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> and so what, you're wearing nothing <laughs> yeah. with your friend? We yeah. didn't care. Well, you just mm. take your swimmers off and you have a rinse off. It's all very okay. innocent. I've done it before just to save money. Then you start making money. out. Yeah, uh, that's totally what we did. Yeah, okay. Then we pillow fought, you know, yeah. all those things. Okay. So let's get in the shower now. Mm. Uh, let's <laughs> just give each other some privacy. But let's hang out. <laughs> the shower just ran out of juice. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit cold in here, is it? It's a little bit cold in here. Yeah, yeah. I can see. Well, that's my excuse anyway. <laughs> Usually I'm jumping in with your husband, Justin, but we're a bit of clean fun right here and right now. Um, so what is this day in aid of? Like, it's a holiday? What do you do? That's right. It's a vague uh, vague holiday of what it is, but it's essentially to celebrate how normal it is and capitalise on a unique occasion just okay. to promote products and services, essentially, mm. for bath or shower time. But mm-hmm. listen, I'm going to warn you, when I get in the shower, this is what I do, I'm a sitter, so right now I would be sitting down if really? we are in the shower together, so that could be a little really? bit weird. I like to sit down in the shower. Mm-hmm. Not like hog all the water from the earth, but I sit down... You know, and I'm a girl, so i got to shave my legs and shave things and just feel good and wash my hair. Like, I sit up, then I get down. I and, and I. You do squats yeah. in there? No, yeah, not squats. You don't but squat in the jail. It's not like an exercise thing. Mm-hmm. It's just a... And trust me, now that I get oh. older, it's harder to get back up when you're sitting down. You're like, oh, I could stay here all day. Mate, I have no trouble getting up in the jail. <laughs> Dad and Christy! And it's time to do our greatest love.
It's Dan and Christy for breakfast, getting passionate about your greatest love. Don't we just? Hit.com.au, we did this all last week, so share your love. We want to know your passions and we want to make your dreams come true, whether it be hobbies, interests, holidays, maybe some concert tickets. Whatever it is, just dream big and Absolutely. we'll make it happen, hopefully, within we- reason. <laughs> within budget. Yeah. No, but, that, but that's what it's about. And um, for me personally, as a broadcaster, Dan, I love this stuff. Mm. I love it when we can talk to our beautiful listeners who get in touch with us and just tell us honestly where they're at. Tell mm-hmm. us what's going on with your life. Life is hard. You know, mm-hmm. everyone has struggles. And this email did really stand out to us, this entry at, at hit.com.au, Dan, to the point where... I started crying, didn't I, at you our did. at, at my desk? And you're like, "What's wrong with you? What are you crying about?" And um, right. we I'll, read I'll these. I'll play some beautiful music for you to cry to. <laughs> this is touched by no I love this song. This but, is beautiful. It is a beautiful it story. It was really touching, wasn't it? Mm. We got this beautiful entry from a lovely lady called Adele, mm-hmm. and she talks about the fact that her husband was diagnosed about 12 years ago as being what's called not job ready um, because he has anxiety and depression, and he had a hell of a career. She said that he was a security guard for John Howard PM. Mm-hmm. He also guarded Robin Williams, the comedian. Amazing. And he served in the army, so you can only, you, you can't even begin to understand mm-hmm. the amount of things that her husband David has seen, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly, and uh, he bought himself a camera and some accessories and they run a business here in Medina and uh, created like 20-odd cards from around the area and it's a beautiful area and he focuses on the subject and, um, yeah, he, it's kind of his hobby and his passion. And so we've got Adele on the line to talk a little bit more about David and, and they want like a new printer. So mm. uh, morning, Adele. Tell us about David. Um, recently we've been developing postcards and my partner, husband, has actually got a very great love to do this. So... We've been trying to work out ways to do it. We've worked on our paper. We've worked on his photography skills. We bought him a camera to help with his desire and his depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And my girlfriend who owns a shop here in Maydina has been grateful enough to lend us a printer. But long term, we really need a printer which will allow him to do his postcards at home in his own time. And hopefully develop it enough that we can get it out and around to everyone and get them statewide, if not worldwide. Hmm. And Adele, you said uh, in your greatest love entry, going back to the beginning, that you and your now husband were first boyfriend and girlfriend from when you were 12 and 14. And then life took you in different directions. And, and it's been a bit hard for your husband, hasn't it, for the last about 12 years ago? Something happened. Yes, he was diagnosed um, not job ready. Mm. Um, which came through a lot of previous younger life experience of a stepdad, but we won't go into any of that. And mm. just, yeah, his depression overtook, and unfortunately, he just couldn't continue when they diagnosed him as not fit for work. And so it must be a wonderful outlet for him taking the photos and doing something that he loves. Yes, he said one of the things that has really opened my eyes to put these view through the camera and he can actually take a photo and all the little demons and voices in his head switch off which helps with his depression and anxiety 100% gives us us his thing back to us well, that's beautiful. And for him to take pictures and, and turn them into local postcards around Medina, a beautiful part of the world, it would be amazing to get him a new printer, wouldn't it? Oh, it would. Um, I just told him the other day, I stamped off on five postcards that have gone now to Switzerland, England and over to Germany. Oh, well, Adele, I mean, we'd love to give everybody 
um, something today to, to make their day. Uh, we wish we could help out everybody. Which is why we are helping you out. Woo-hoo. Congratulations. We're buying a brand new printer. More than happy to do so. No, it's really oh, that, appreciated. That amazing day. Oh, he'll love that. Uh, well, thanks for listening and good luck with everything. We can't wait for your husband to see the look on his face when he gets this new printer, but more than happy. Uh, that Canon Pixma that you want is yours. Excellent. That's fantastic. I'll let him know. That was the Dan and Christy podcast. Dan and Christy. The Aussie Angus Deluxe is back at Macca's.